Welcome back, you guys. So, this is our fourth official episode. I just recorded like three clips and I kept having brain farts. So, I decided to just start completely over. But today's episode is, and by the way, I'm just going to leave any brain farts. I'm just going to roll with the punches on here. So, if you hear awkward silence, that's me trying to get my brain to work. <laughs> but the three pillars of fitness, the three things that I coach to, And the three things that I believe if you have balance and mastery between these three basic level concepts, you will be successful in fitness long term. So here we go. Number one, and I'm going to start with this one because I truly believe that nutrition, if you're looking at this like the base of a pyramid, nutrition is your base. Nutrition is what's going to allow you to be able to work out. It's also going to filter into your mental and emotional shifts because when you're eating better and your hormones start to balance out and your cortisol levels start to decrease, you're going to naturally feel less stress and your your mental state is just going to naturally shift when you begin prioritizing your nutrition. So biggest, biggest, biggest thing when it comes to nutrition is prioritizing protein intake and I will say it now, I will say it again, I will say it until I die, prioritize protein intake. So protein is your number one macro to focus on. Um, Secondary would be fats, you do need fats. And then third is going to be carbohydrates. Just because carbs are a little bit easier to hit, protein and fat are not always super easy to hit. So the quickest way to ensure you're intaking enough protein throughout the day is to have it with every meal, um, have some type of protein with also with every snack. This will prevent you from binging on carbohydrates. This will keep your blood sugar level throughout the day. So mostly for my ladies out there, we tend to have hormones out of balance, blood sugar spikes and crashes, crashes throughout the day. So by prioritizing your protein intake, we're going to prevent that all from happening. Um, And this could be like, if you're doing something like oatmeal in the morning for breakfast, just either toss some protein powder in there, like a half a scoop is totally fine. You can go crazy with a full scoop. Um, That way you're not just having carbs. You'll notice if you just eat oatmeal, you're hungry again and you feel like you're crashing in like 30, 45 minutes. So protein shake with your oatmeal, or I'm a big fan of doing eggs. I'll stir fry some chicken in there. I'll stir fry some spinach in there. And then my carb is usually rice with that for breakfast. So some type of protein intake with breakfast, this is going to set you up for success the rest of the day. How you start your day is how you spend your day. So really focus on getting in something. Like I have some clients, they love a yogurt for their breakfast. Perfectly fine. Love that. That's 10 to 12, maybe even upwards of 15, 16 grams of protein right there just to give you that head start as you go throughout the day. Um, With your meals, just keep it basic. Like if I notice that a lot of people tend to cook dinner. So if you do, if you are one of those families that cook dinner, but not really lunch, cook an extra pound of meat, extra half pound of meat with your dinner. Usually people are pretty good about this with dinner. It's a protein, it's a vegetable, and it's a carb. So divide up your carb, put it into a Tupperware, have one serving of meat, depending 
if you're male or female or how much you weigh, it'll be about four to six to eight ounces. For most of my ladies out there, you'll be perfectly okay with four to six ounces of meat or whatever protein source you're doing. So tofu, if you're a fan of tofu, double up the tofu because it's super light. So you want to get as much protein as you can. We don't want like 10 grams of protein. We're looking for 20 to 30 grams with every meal. Um, yeah, so that's the easiest way I feel like for people on the go to meal prep without dedicating a whole day of like, oh my God, it's Sunday. I, I don't want to go into Monday. I'm stressed out. I don't have time for all of this. Cook your dinner, cook a little bit extra, make a couple extra servings of veggies, and then just put that stuff in a container. That way you can take it with you for lunch the following day. So your protein source, steak, beef, chicken, um, fish, tofu, whatever it is that you like, grab your vegetable. Um, I would say a half cup to a cup of veggies. And then you have your carbs. So most times, depending what it is, a half a cup to maybe three quarters cup of your carb. Again, this kind of depends how much you work out every day, how active you are. If you have a sedentary job, things like that will factor into how much carbohydrates you need throughout the day. The other priority with nutrition, so protein intake is huge. I cannot emphasize that enough to you guys. Um, next, next on the agenda is going to be vegetable intake, so greens and veggies. If you are not eating a salad every day and with your salad, if you like a romaine lettuce, totally fine. Chop up some spinach, mix it in. Spinach is one of my favorites. Some people like kale, whatever leafy greens you like. Some people like spinach or um, spring mix. I like spinach because it kind of tastes like water to me. It doesn't have too much bitterness. It doesn't have too much flavor. Like I could eat spinach leaves out of the bag. It's no problem to me. So some type of green, leafy green, you can mix it in with romaine if you prefer the texture of romaine. Um, or at least, at the very least a vegetable with every meal. So I like green beans. I like zucchini. Some people prefer broccoli. Totally fine. Whatever veggies that you like that you're going to eat, plan those with every meal that you're sitting down to eat. And then a salad daily or a green smoothie. Again, they're just factoring into your other macronutrients, right? If you need to add some protein to the smoothies to give you that extra boost. I like adding peanut butter. Um, it just depends where I'm at for the day, how active I was, things like that. So get your veggies in, get your protein in, and drink water. Drink water because sometimes your body is triggering you that you're hungry or you're craving carbs or you're just craving something really um, calorie dense because you're thirsty, you're dehydrated. So if you know you've eaten a lot of food throughout the day and you still feel hungry and you feel like you're going to binge on something, drink like a bottle of freaking water immediately and see how you feel. See how you feel because odds are you're just thirsty. So if you can at least... I know a lot of people say a gallon a day, cool, a gallon a day if you can get there. I'm a smaller person, <laughs> so I feel like a gallon a day for me is a little bit on the excessive side. Do I have my water bottle? I think my water bottle is a liter, one liter or something like that, and I'll go through three or four of those a day. I should know how that equates to a gallon, but I don't know on the top of my head, so don't judge me for that one, but 
water intake. And you'll notice as you're drinking water, you're not drinking as much juices. You're not drinking as much of the other bullshit. And your body needs water. Your body is a battery. It needs water in order to function properly. So if you're having brain fog, if you're having low energy, if you feel like shit, drink some freaking water and then see how you feel before you even go to touch food. And then when you go to touch food, have your protein first, then see how you feel. And just watch magic happen. Like if you can apply these principles without even really tracking your food, just becoming aware of what you're eating, how you're portioning things out and where your protein intake is, you'll be amazed at how quickly the fat will start to fall off of your body. And I swear by this and I swear and I swear and I swear watch magic happen. You're going to feel better. You're going to look better. Um, you're going to give your body the building blocks it needs to go in and repair itself. So after we reach the age of 30, our body is losing muscle mass every year. So if we're not doing something to compensate for that, i.e. resistance training, which is our next pillar, and adequate protein intake, you're going to be more susceptible to things like osteoporosis, arthritis, damage in the joints, hip replacements, knee replacements, right? Because your body is not getting enough of what it needs to go in and repair itself. So constantly, every day, living life, your body is taking on oxygen, right? There's an oxidative stress to being alive. So we want to make sure we're just giving our bodies the best chance at survival long-term. You don't want to be 70 in a wheelchair. You want to be 75 and kayaking and hiking and feeling good and being active. Like that's the goal. There's absolutely no reason that long-term our bodies need to disintegrate over time. It's just not necessary, but a lot of it is from lack of use and poor diet. And to be honest with you guys, it's not like if you're struggling with obesity or struggling and being overweight, it's it's not your fault. It's really, really, really difficult with the exposure to fast foods, um, heavily processed foods, things that are heavily genetically modified or heavily pesticided, right? Those things go in and they damage your gut microbiome. So the fact that you feel like shit, your body is not working, these things are not necessarily your fault. You're just being overexposed to too many things that cause damage. And really, I feel like we've lost sight of what real food is, right? Like a burger and fries is not real food, your vegetables, the things that grow from the earth. Like if you're having a hamburger patty with cheese, yeah, fine. I'll give that to you. Potatoes have nutrients also, but then you're deep frying them in a very rancid, toxic, overly heated, genetically modified soybean oil or canola oil. (laughs) It's not giving your gut microbiome any chance at survival. Those things, your microbiome is what absorbs the nutrients and intakes them into your body. So if your microbiome is damaged or destroyed, your body has no chance at survival because it's not absorbing any of the nutrients that it needs in order to live and thrive. So your gut is a really, really big thing. And just by focusing on eating whole foods, you're going to feel better. Um, Your belly will naturally start to shrink down. And seriously, you guys, prioritize those things. Eat whole foods, get your protein intake up. You will feel better and even look better. Um, second pillar, so resistance training. And why I wanted to cover nutrition first is because if you're not getting adequate protein and you jump straight into a resistance training program, 
you're not going to see results and you could be doing more damage to your metabolism than good because first things first we want to balance everything out we got to master the nutrition how is your body going to build lean muscle mass if it's not getting adequate protein there's no way you're going to feel more depleted you're going to have more crashes throughout the day you're going to feel like shit when you're working out and you're not really going to see any results as far as getting leaner so when your goal is fat loss, the goal is to train to get strong. You want to train to get strong. You want to get as many ounces, as many pounds of lean muscle mass on your body as you can, because that is the secret sauce that increases your metabolism. So the easiest way to break this down. So let's take two different individuals, right? Same height, same weight, different body fat percentage. So let's say one person is 32% body fat. The other person is for women, you know, 20 to 24 body fat percent body fat is pretty sustainable for men. It's a little bit lower. So you're going 32 versus 22. That's a 10% body fat difference. The person who has 22% body fat, their basal metabolic rate is going to be higher, meaning their metabolism is burning so much many more calories through the day just to maintain that lean muscle mass because your muscles are hungry. Your muscles, when you're performing resistance training and utilizing it correctly, your body is triggering a response to grow back bigger and stronger and better than before because the stress you apply to your body by working out it's, it's basically a survival mechanism. Your body wants to make taking stress or taking a load as easy and efficient as possible. So when you're challenging your muscles in a workout and your body's like, oh shit, that was hard. Our muscles weren't super strong here. We need to grow them back bigger and better than ever. That is calories. That is energy. That is magic sauce that keeps you burning more calories throughout the day because not only are you repairing by adding in resistance training, you're maintaining just at a higher level. And so this is how we're able to reverse diet people out. So tracking your food is great. Tracking your food creates awareness on what you're intaking in your body, whether you're eating super high fat, not enough carbs, super high carbs, not enough fats and proteins. We want to first create awareness of what you're consuming. And by adding that awareness, that empowers you to make decisions that set yourself up for success long term. So training to get strong. You want to boost your metabolism and cardio has a place. I'm not against cardio. Incline on the treadmill is one of my favorites. Hiking, walking outside, being on a bike, um, or utilizing it as a five-minute warm-up before every workout. Like You want your heart to be healthy. You don't want to be some big, crazy bodybuilder who can't go up a flight of stairs, right? So these things are important, but the focus is not cardio. The focus is putting as much lean muscle mass on your body as quickly as possible. And the reason why I'm so big on this is because I did it wrong. I did it wrong for like fucking seven years. I tried to burn as many calories as possible in my workouts and did a lot of HIIT training and did a lot of CrossFit workouts and cut my calories, was eating 1,500 calories a day, and it fucking sucked. And I was stuck at the same weight, no body fat loss, stuck where I was at. In fact, I was probably with everything that I like 
I was overtraining. I ended up hurting my knee. I pulled my hamstring, like just crazy, stupid shit because I was unaware. And once I learned this, it was like, oh my God, I need to eat. My muscles are hungry. Like I need to actually eat more calories. And so now I would say I'm between like 2000 and 2200 calories a day. And it's almost like, <laughs> it's almost like a chore. It's almost like, okay, I need a freaking cheeseburger because I need energy. I need calories. I need these dense, these dense, um, God, I don't even know what the fuck I was about to say there. <laughs> these calorie dense foods because my muscles are just hungry. And so that's how over time you're able to work out less, eat more food. The goal is to get you to a maintenance level of like around 2000 calories a day while you're still dropping fat. So I just started tracking my calories and my macros just to dial some things in to be able to screenshot and share with my clients. Hey, here's the macro breakdown on this. Here's why I like doing X, Y, and Z together because it's X protein. So I just wanted to have that as a tool for my clients. And I wanted to see where I was at, like how many calories I could eat in a day while still dropping fat. And so I don't know, it's been like a month, maybe a, a few weeks, but since we started our little challenge in July, I'm down six pounds of pretty much pure body fat. And I, it's, I stopped doing all my crazy conditioning workouts. I stopped doing so much cardio. Like I really, really saw that this is what works. And, you know, it came from my time in selling personal training and, and working around some of the best freaking personal training managers and personal trainers in, in Vegas. Like we we sold people what they needed because nine times out of 10, you're sitting in front of someone, their goal is a hundred pound weight loss. You ask them what their plan is, cardio. And come in, burn 500 calories on cardio, like cardio every day. And our job was to educate people of like, no, you want to build muscle. You want to build muscle. Like I had lost 60 pounds, but I think I ended up with a higher body fat percentage than when I even started. And let me tell you guys, like do the resistance training and do it right and eat your protein because you don't want to be where I was a freaking two years ago, year and a half ago. Lost the weight. Everything was saggy. Everything was saggy. No tonage. Okay. So that was probably more like, yeah, two and a half, two years ago. Everything was saggy. You got saggy skin. You got saggy fat. You don't want to wear a tight sports bra because everything that used to be back fat is now saggy skin hanging over. Like didn't know how to flex my muscles. Save yourself the time and do resistance training as your priority. And the easiest way to break it down is push, pull, and legs. So, and that it honestly depends on your goal, right? So if you're like, I want a really nice butt, I want a flat stomach, like I want my focus is my legs, but I also want my upper body to be strong. And you're telling me you're going to work out three days a week. I might squeeze in your program two leg days, one push and pull day together. So how you, I guess how I would prescribe resistance training is going to be different for everyone, depending on the goal. Like if your knees are fucked up and your hips are tight and everything hurts and you can't squat without your knees hurting, like we're going to focus on your resistance training is really going to be more so corrective exercise than strength training right off the bat. And 
don't get me wrong, I use corrective exercise as a form of strength training, but specifically put, we want to get your legs and knees ready to carry a load. So why would you put right? If you have a shitty foundation, you're not going to build a house on top of that. So first things first, we want to lay a foundation of understanding of how your body moves. It's your body. You know it better than I do. We just got to figure out what's tight, what's weak, what's in balance, what we need to strengthen and what we need to really get into the joint and repair. And then we go from there. So that's a little insight, but Really, really, really to break it down simply, if your goal is fat loss, you are training to get strong. Tracking the weights you use, tracking the repetitions you perform, tracking your number of sets, and either adding adding weight, adding reps, or adding time under tension. So slowing down your movements three or four second eccentric is a really, really effective way to build muscle really quickly as you're building that foundation. And I think I mentioned, sorry, I just ate. breakfast like 20 minutes ago so if I'm burping in this I just realized that's embarrassing but welcome to my life um and stop focusing on the calories you burn in a workout ditch that idea ditch ditch it ditch it ditch it throw it away bury it somewhere you can never find it because by training to get strong you're increasing the amount of calories you burn for the next 42 to 48 to 72 hours because your body is taking all of that energy and going in and repairing the muscles and this takes a lot of calories so it's not about the calories you burn in a workout I think I've said that 18 times but seriously ditch that idea and just have an open mind so third third part third pillar um mental and emotional shifts and I think this is the trickiest part to coach um, just because everybody's different. You know, we all had different childhoods. We all made up different things about our life and how we link. And I think the biggest shift here is how you speak to yourself and how you speak to yourself in the gym when it gets hard is how you speak to yourself in life. I think I said that on my last podcast, it translates into life. So I can't I'm not good enough. This is too heavy. I don't think I can do it. Um, Mine, and I had this epiphany like a few weeks ago, was I hate this. I hate this. And so I'd make an ugly face and I'd be like saying in my head, oh, I hate this. And when you're saying you hate it, there's no way you're going to find enjoyment in it. And I did some self-analysis and I was like, if I'm right, does this translate into other aspects of my life? And yeah, dude, it did. Like, I hate this. And I think some of that comes from living in chronic pain where even just sitting up in a chair feels like hard work. And as sad as that is to say, like my back was, my back has been through the ringer. So my surgeries, they cut me down the middle peeled all the muscles, all the nerve endings, all that shit off of my spine, drilled screws into my spine connected to metal rods. So yeah, my spine has been through a lot. And now my focus is a lot on meditation and a lot on how can I keep my mental state right so that I'm not in pain. And I've noticed the times when I'm in pain is like I'm stressed I'm trying to figure out too many things at once. It's almost like you're gripping on and gripping on and gripping on and it causes tension to be held in the body. So mental and emotional shifts are huge. And so after reflecting for a little bit, I was like, 
it does. I think of work as work and I hate it. I think, oh, I have to do this, but I'm in pain. So like, I hate it. And so really just addressing that underlying, those underlying thought patterns, how you speak to yourself, the mind is the body. The body is not the mind. And so if you can start to shift the way you speak, the way you think, um, even baby steps, like it's not easy to go from like, oh, I hate myself. I was bad. I ate this. I was bad. And carrying that guilt and all this like nonsense that we've grown up with since childhood. If you can just start in baby steps to catch those thoughts, catch those thoughts. I'm not good enough. I don't deserve this. Like catch that early on and see if you can rewrite the program. Your brain is a program. Your conscious mind, your subconscious is a program, right? So we want to program those things in an ideal way that gives you confidence, makes you feel empowered. Like even if you're not good at something like this is challenging. This is challenging for me now, but I bet if I stay consistent in a month, it's going to be easy. Um, This feels really heavy right now, but I know as I get more acclimated to this weight, eventually it's going to be easy. Eventually I'm going to have to add weight again because that's what's happened in the past. Um, And even like building this business, like I have a, one of my clients, she has her own, she's a dentist. She has her own dentist, dental practice. And I was like, I told her this morning, I was like, dude, you're part of my, my crew. And I had to remind myself this weekend of like, yeah, you chose this. And I was listening to another podcast. It was like, I want to, it was mind pump. And, and the guy was saying how, you know, just being different and, and starting something new and building a name and building a brand, you know, it's like, if you want to accomplish something that no one else in your family has accomplished or done, you have to show up differently. And so I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm creating something no one else has ever done. This podcast has never existed. My specific training programs, the way that I put them into a workout has never existed before. Like the person I have to show up as in order to be successful has never existed before. So whatever amount of rest, whatever recuperation, whatever, you know, it's like whatever it takes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be successful. And so having that mental shift and, and, you know, it's like I chose this path. So if it's you and you're on a workout program, know that you chose it. You're choosing this path, whatever reason your why is like my why is I want to be able to have a family. I want to be able to have kids. I want to be able to provide for myself. I want financial security. I want to be able to make my own schedule. I want to be able to work wherever I want to be. I could be on a beach doing a session, whatever it may be. Like, I want all of those things. That's my why. And so for me, that why is a lot bigger than how am I going to pay my bills this month or the stress of being in the un like. The biggest part of being an entrepreneur is you agree to be in the unknown. And if you're not balanced and your head is not on right, the unknown is a very, very scary place. And if you're not managing your thoughts, it's a dark, stressful place to be in. So I had to learn, like, as I started this business and with my concussion, like, how am I managing my thoughts? Are you thinking that oh my God, this is going to be a disaster, everything that could possibly go wrong, right? Because if you're thinking about those things, that's what you're going to attract. So switching that mentality of like, everything has worked out for me in the past. Everything has worked out better than I could have imagined. And I just need to let go and surrender and follow my instincts, follow my impulses. Um, 
So yeah, that's a little bit of insight into freaking being an entrepreneur and building something. But I do feel very excited for this. I'm, I'm, there's something really big here and I feel like I'm creating just the foundation of it. And I know it's going to blossom into something super amazing because it already is the people that I've been able to impact, the people I've helped, the things I've learned about myself, um, the ability to get better at what I do every single day is just, it's amazing. It's a fun ride. It's a fun experience. And I do, I think there's something really big here that I can impact and help a lot of people and save you guys a lot of time and save you guys a lot of heartbreak just by using my voice and sharing my knowledge. So that is really the reason why I'm here. It's not it's really not the followers. It's not the likes. It's not, it's like, if I can impact one fucking person today or one person this week or one person and it changes their lives and it helps them be happier and it helps them love themselves more, like that's a bigger purpose for me than any of my insecurities, any fear of what if people don't like me, any any area that I would hold myself back in, right? Because I feel like this information for you guys to have is more important than myself. The purpose of building this business and building this 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 um this platform is to help you guys learn how to save time and, and to inspire a couple people along the way. Like that's my why and that's bigger than myself. And I keep having to put myself to the side as I get in my own way and just show up and show up and share vulnerably and share my knowledge, share my inspiration, like just share with you guys. So thank you for all of the feedback. Thank you for all of the support. I wouldn't, couldn't, be here without you guys. So the fact that you came over here, you listened to my voice, that I am just eternally grateful for you guys. And I will speak to you again very soon.